Since 2017, the Italian Wine Podcast has exploded and expects to hit 6 million listens by the end of July 2023. We're celebrating this success by recognizing those who have shared the journey with us and giving them the opportunity to contribute to the ongoing success of the shows. By buying a paper copy of the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 or making a donation to help the ongoing running costs, members of the international Italian wine community will be given the chance to nominate future guests and even enter a prize draw to have lunch with Stevie Kim and Professor Attilio Scienza. To find out more, visit us at italianwinepodcast.com. Chin chin! Welcome to The Next Generation. I'm Victoria Chacha. Join me as we chat with young Italian wine people shaking up the wine scene. We're going to geek out on a grape or grape fam, then hear about all the wild wine things our guests have been up to, from vineyard experiments to their favorite wine bars. Hello, welcome back to The Next Generation. How is everyone doing today? I am very caffeinated. I hope you are too, or you're having a nice glass of wine, no matter where you are, no matter what time it is. I am excited for today's interview. It's with a really groovy guy, part of the just as groovy winery. But before we get to that, we are going to discuss the grape that these guys focus on. The most famous grape of their area, to say. And that is... Drumroll, Chiavenasca, which is also known as Nebbiolo. Now, I probably have talked about Nebbiolo before in this podcast for sure because, I mean, it's Nebbiolo, come on. One of the most famous grapes in Italy, if not the most famous. There are some fun facts I want to share with you from the Italian Wine Unplugged 2.0 book. I just want to focus more on Chiavenasca or Nebbiolo or Chiavenasca particularly because that's what it's called in the Valdellina area. Nebbiolo has quite a few synonyms, and this is the one to know for right now in this pod. So, as you know, Nebbiolo is grown in Piedmont because that's what it's called in the, let's say, most famous Nebbiolo-producing areas of Barolo, Barbaresco. But when we move to the area where it is called Chiavenasca and Valtellina, so we're moving to a new region now, Lombardy, we see a different side of Nebbiolo. And to not confuse you anymore, we're going to call it Chiavenasca moving forward in this podcast. Cool? Cool. So in Valtellina, the soils are alluvial, sandy, and rocky. Therefore, Chiavenasca presents differently in the glass which can also depend on the growing location, particularly in Valtellina, but it really expresses this terroir. So it, it has this freshness. It's, it's a, a leaner style, um, this wine. So Cavanasca is, is, is beautiful and unique, and it's much different than Nebbiolo in Piedmont. Not comparing the two um, very much depends on where either are grown and the sites. And the fun part is, I don't think they actually know if Gavinoska, Nebbiolo, is where it's from particularly. The book isn't telling us. And I know somebody's probably going to disagree with me and say, yeah, it's Piemontese for sure. That's the beauty of Italian grape varietals, is 
we constantly are discovering new things about their history, new things in their evolution. And Nebula is a fun one. Because right now, the earliest mentioning we have of the Kjalvanaska, or Nebula, great variety, is written documentation, that is, is 909 AD with Pliny, Pliny the Elder, whatever you call him, my American accent never escapes me, <laughs> where he referred to it as Nubula, in reference to the Latin-based Nebula, which means fog. But people think it's much older than that. If you ask people from Piedmont, they will say it's been there forever. If you ask people in Valtellina, probably the same, I don't know. So on that note, let's get to our interview with someone right from Valtellina with a true love for the terroir there, Luca from Barbacan. We're rolling. We are here at Vinitzali and we are in the Vite area with Luca yes. from Barbacan. Barbacan, exactly. Hi, hi everybody. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. Yeah, yesterday we are not so busy, but today we start very fast to <laughs> and uh, quite good, quite good. We will see. All right. Okay. So you tell me your yeah. story with wine. Okay, perfect. We start to make bottle in 2010. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Your story. Yeah, your story, story. My own story. Okay. I love wine. I love to to make parties in Valtellina. We drink a lot of wine because every family has his own uh, vineyards. So for us, it's a tradition to drink and make party all together. And uh, as a tradition, we start to make uh, work, a real work. And uh, and but we keep it doing as a tradition so as a family business uh, and we want to make in a natural way as our uh, grandmother and grandfather made the wine and keep going have a party with our wine that's it are you enjoying this podcast don't forget to visit our youtube channel mama jumbo shrimp for fascinating videos covering stevie kim and her travels across italy and beyond meeting winemakers, eating local food, and taking in the scenery. Now back to the show. I love that. Wine is a party. It's yeah. a party. And it's in the blood in Italy. Exactly. Do you have any memories with your grandparents around wine? Yes, sure. I remember when we, we tried to bottle the wine from the big cask and uh, I was a little boy. And my grandfather told me, come on, put drink, drink a glass of wine and tell me if it's good. But I was quite five, six years old. So in Italy, it's very, we start to drink very early wine. So you know how to party from very yeah, early. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's amazing. So what do you do with the winery? What's your position? Um, uh, in, uh, we are quite a small winery in Valtellina. We are in uh, eight people and we do every one of us do everything okay um, so we are in the vineyard we are in the cellar we make fair we sell wine uh, everyone can uh, do everything in the barbacan and um, that's it what is your favorite thing to do besides make parties obviously make which party, i support that i support it made, <laughs> and, uh, we love to make party in barbacan <laughs> 
mean, in, in Valterina, it's very hard to, to work in the vineyard because we have uh, all terraces and we do all by our hands, but uh, we want to make it uh, with uh, a lot of fun. Uh, so seeing the vineyard is very, for me, it's, it's beautiful, okay? And uh, so I prefer to remain in the vineyards, uh, but we have all, we have, of course, to, to, to look after our wine, so we have to work in the cellar as well. But I prefer the vineyards. He's like, sometimes I get trapped in the cellar. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I can picture you, you have like a couple bottles of wine, you're just like <laughs> in the corner. <sighs> so is there a wine here that's one, I mean, I'm sure you love all the wines, but is there a wine here you want to chat with us about? Yes, uh, if you want to have a great party, you have to drink. This one is a Rosso Ventuno, it's uh, quite an easygoing wine. Uh, you can finish a bottle in two minutes. And, uh, Luca approved. If you want to to have a dinner with your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your mother or your father as you want, this is just pay me for me. It's one of the perfect wine that you can borrow oh. and a dinner. Ah. Just pay me, 2020. Just pay me. And what does that mean? Just pay me is the name of the vineyards mm -hmm. where we can pick up the grapes to make the wine. It's a dialect word. And what does it mean in dialect? Uh, actually, <laughs> I don't know, but. Uh, Maybe, I don't know, really, I don't know, sorry, sorry. <laughs> but do you use the word at all, like ever, in, in like daily life? It's just a... No, no, no. it's just um, the name of the mania, so it's ah, not okay. uh, a name of uh, every overnormal, uh, I don't know how to say it in English, but it's just the name of the mania. Okay, not to go off the wine side of things, okay. but I'm curious. So in Valtellina, are there any like fun dialect, like words in dialect that you mm -hmm. can teach us? Uh, yes, sure. I love oh, this yes. one, Tananai. Tananai is a dialect uh, word from Valtellina. And uh, this word means uh, quite a silly boy. Silly boy. So we are a fucking Tananai in Valtellina. Okay? I love it. Because I was looking at that and I was like, does that say Tanat? Tananai? Tananai. Tananai. So like, would I... Like, in what context would I call someone a Tananai? Like, would you call, or is it like for kids, or is it no, like, for, uh, or like your friends being an idiot? Yes, exactly. But my friends, uh, that is an idiot, is a Tananai. <laughs> he gets true drunk, you're a Tananai. Yeah. Get out. Oh, that's super rad. I love it. I love it. And so, if you have ever seen Babakan's Instagram, mm -hmm. you guys like to put on the party throughout yes, social yeah. media. We, we love to dance in the vineyards, so we have a TikTok profile, we have an Instagram profile, Facebook profile. We are trying to make an OnlyFans profile, but we have to, <laughs> to manage. Wait, 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 are you trying to make an OnlyFans profile? Maybe in the few, in the next month. And, uh, and that's it. We love to have fun in our way to make our wine, so that's the main point because work has to be fun. No, absolutely. I think like, and now with the next, you know, the next generation, not to use the name of this podcast, but it's like wine isn't serious. You know what I mean? Yeah. The root of yeah. Italian wine is not serious. Like it's really chill and experimental. And sometimes you don't really know what you're drinking, but then you find out and you have the best memories. And also I love music and dancing. So it's like when you eat good food mm -hmm. and drink good wine, do you not dance? You, I dance. Yes, sure. I dance. If I drink wine, I dance. Exactly. Is that... You can't resist it. 
at all. And they bring in really good food together and it's over. I'm like doing. <laughs> but on the food note, are there any like local foods that you absolutely love that you want to share? Uh, in Valtellina, we we have pizzoccheri. That's a traditional pasta that is made with um, with rye, segale, uh, the buckwheat. buckwheat, buckwheat, and uh, with cheese, with butter, with cabbage, with potatoes. It's a very rich plate, but it is that plate match perfect with our wine. So if you come to Valtellina, you have to eat pizzoccheri and drink our wines. Oh, Pizzoccheri will give you the energy to dance like for three days straight. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh, now I'm hungry, but you know, I guess I'll I'll come find you guys and I'll be like, Perfect. I need a magnum and a huge plate of Pizzoccheri and I'm going to dance all weekend. <laughs> exactly. We are waiting for you. All right. So before we close out, yeah. Luca, do you want to share any little bits about the future of Barbacan and Valtellina? Anything? Actually, our main uh, main market is not Barcelona, but it's the entire world. So uh, the world, the Barbican world, uh, I I hope uh, will spread uh, more in the world. Uh, but I think that we are making a good job just right now. So the important thing is to continue to to have fun and to. Um, and to have fun with, our, with the people who likes our wine. That's it. As long as you're spreading the fun in the parties. Exactly. Fun and festa. And on that note, I love your tattoo. Thank you. And Thanks I'm saying so thank you, Luca, for having this interview. It was interview. a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Grazie. Buon lavoro. As always, a big grazie for hanging out with me today. Remember, you can catch me every Sunday on the Italian Wine Podcast. Available anywhere you can get your pods.